Oh, that didn't work. Yeah, it's all going ass stuff, yeah. Yep. Ah, here we go. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is December 30th, 2019, and this is episode 418. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a zero and two week for the Pacers, including games against Miami and New Orleans. Joining me is just one analyst, still coast to coast, like buttered toast. And he's to my left. It's in Indianapolis. He's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. John Colson. Should I sit on the other side of the room so that we're a little? It's a little bit more like coast to coast. Nah, man. We no? we're in a post-truth world. We just do whatever we want. <laughs> What is up, Pacer Nation? Happy New Year. Uh, tough week, Pacer basketball, but excited for the new year uh, and uh, the last three quarters, last two-thirds of this season. Yep. And it is, yeah. It's uh, it's New Year's Eve Eve as we record. Uh, so You might get this sometime yeah. between tomorrow and New Year's or maybe the day after. So, yeah, ha- Happy New Year's to wherever you are. Um be safe out there. Be safe for sure. Yeah, don't uh, drink in a driving. There's Lyft and Uber for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be be safe out there. I feel. Stay home if you don't have a good reason yeah, to go out. It's rookie night. Yeah, it is rookie night. I think uh, uh, Valentine's Day is rookie rookie night for uh, for date like uh, going out to eat. Right. Sure. And New Year's Eve is rookie night for people drinking and driving. Right. Uh, so. Don't mess with it. Don't. You don't know what I it. like about uh, St. Patrick's Day is everybody's already drunk and passed out by like two in the afternoon. Sure, sure. So that's what you like about it. Well, I mean, that's why it's, it's safer on the roads. So that's true. Day. Except at lunchtime. Right. <laughs> sure. I was just saying when I'm going out mm. in, the, in the evening out there. Right, right, there. right. Yeah. Um, a couple things before we get into the show. One, I want to remind you that you can support us anytime you shop at Amazon. If you go to theunbeatables.com/slash Amazon. Or go to the link in the show notes, or go to our website, uh, theunbeatables.com, and find a referral link. It just kicks a small percentage of your sale back to us. Um, it helps support what we do. Uh, a couple other items of note. Uh, this may have been mentioned. Uh, I've been out for a couple weeks. Um, and by the way, you guys have did a fantastic job. Um, Very kind. Uh, you didn't listen to him, did you? Of course I did. Of course <laughs> I did. I, I, I did hear Jason just read things that were written in front of him. Um, sort of justified that yeah, you do that like, <laughs> It's happened to me. It's because it's uh, it's something that happens to people. Sure. Um, but another thing is, um, Apple Podcasts uh, are now available on the Amazon Alexa. Um, so you can just say, Alexa, play the Undebeatables, and it will just do it. 
And what's funny is that a lot of people's in their homes right now if were they listening s- to it, and then their Alexa started playing us as well. Yeah, but they'd have to already be playing the podcast. Well, they could be playing it through something else. It's true. But now I, you can just say, Maybe. Alexa, play the Underbeatables. I always yell at Alexa. I don't know sure. why. She's hard of hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, if, you, if you're an Alexa user, you can do that. Um, also, uh, a clip show came out a few weeks ago. John, uh, you did... I don't want to say the bulk of the work. Was it all of the work? It was all the work. All yeah. the work, okay. <laughs> uh, which is still a bulk of it. Um, so yeah, I, I listened to 50 hours of, of podcast. Tried to find the, the nuggets out of that. Mm. We got about five and a half hours out of that. And then had to edit that down to under two hours was my goal, which I made. So so you, you didn't call it five and a half hours of nuggets. <laughs> they, I love the clip shows. They're so much fun. Uh, you know, lots of little little things that uh, you know I'd forgotten about in the past, and uh, got so many. Well, I tried to tell the story of us, so yeah. like the jokes that like we st- we keep telling. I try, right. When the, the first time it comes up, I try to make okay. that, and then I try to tell the story of the Pacers at the same time. So right. it was really fun to talk about um, you know the, the Frank Vogel uh, arc in this one. Uh, with you know the small ball stuff and then his firing felt like that was sort of the the heart of that one so it's a good one it's a, it, it's a you know flashback to those pacer days and also our um, younger more spry podcasting days when your uh, shoulder didn't just hurt for <laughs> for no reason for like no reason <laughs> it man you hit 40 you just start falling apart oh man Duh, don't get me started <laughs> hold on there's some kids on my lawn i'll be right back uh, yeah, so the Pacers this week, um, uh, they lost two games. They, they were 0-2. They played two games. They they played two games, lost two games. Uh, we're recording, so New Year's Eve tomorrow is uh, the home game uh, against the 76ers. But looking, I'm looking forward to that. We'll, we'll be, we'll be we'll in the house be for in that the building one. for that one. Um, Miami game, so this is a back-to-back on the road. Uh, Miami game the first in, in, in two, uh, let's just say it, two warm Cities, uh, two cities that are fun to party in. Yes, if you're a young person. Yeah, or well, if you're an old person, or if you're an old person. Yeah, um, they're just fun cities to be in. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't even want to speculate that that caused the problem. Regardless, it was a back to back. So, um, but losing in Miami, one twelve to one thirteen, a heartbreaker. Is a heartbreaker. You know, essentially at the buzzer. Uh, Pacers. The game was close. Oh, throughout back and yeah. forth. I think there was. Uh, at one point in the third quarter, I think they said there was like 13 lead changes already at mm-hmm. that point. Um, then Miami gets out a little bit in front, and you start to think they're going to run away with it. Pacers storm back, end up with the lead uh, with just a few minutes to go. And then, um, yeah, my Tyler Hero. <laughs> Goodness. Um, he's a rookie. Uh, made big shots down the stretch. And um, I thought our offense got a little sluggish. Ball got a little sticky. Um, a lot of people trying to do it on their own. Um, and uh, we we uh, didn't get the offensive rebound or the defensive rebounded we needed uh, there at the end. Um, and I, I know it wasn't the to... offensive rebound because we had two for the game. So <laughs> we had one. yeah, no, we uh, we gave them an offensive rebound when we needed to secure the defensive rebound um, to get a stop. Uh, instead, they get a, a second uh, and third chance, I believe, on that last play. Um, to, to, to take the lead. So, uh, tough loss. But the the silver lining here is that Miami is one of the best teams in the NBA right now. Um, they're 
I think 11th in defense and 8th in offense. So they're, you know, we talk about um, teams that can compete for titles need to be in the top 10 of both of those categories. They're right there. Uh, they're playing great team ball. They're playing great defense. Uh, Jimmy Butler is, uh, you know, being a nice anchor star for them. Um, and then Bam Adebayo is absolutely killing it from the center position for them. Um, yeah, they just play hard. This is the and they're well coached. You know, we know this about yep. Eric Spolstra. Um, I don't want to root for Miami, but I'm impressed by what they're doing. Um, people didn't expect this from them, and and uh, you know these aren't household names. You know, um, Duncan Ken, Robinson, Kendrick Duncan Nunn. Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, uh, Derek Jones Jr. Um, What's a Myers Leonard? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Myers Lemon? No. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so good for them, and and I, but I, you know, we competed with them. Um, you know, Sabonis had a rough shooting night, yeah. um, and you know he's just been um, the rock for us offensively. He just he's automatically a twenty and ten guy, pretty much for us. And, this was eight and seven for him, which yeah, is... four of eleven from the floor, um, and you know even just and you know, no fouls for the game, so it wasn't like he was even. Yeah, foul he just was broke. Yeah, yeah. I think Bam was giving him a hard time. Yeah, and it's um, rude. But you know, we still had a bunch of guys in double figures. We still uh, came to play. We played hard, uh, competed. Uh, Miami's only lost one game at home, and we almost gave them their second loss. So there's there's uh, something to take away from that. There's no such thing as moral victories, but this is a moral victory. Um, You said what? What did uh, Mark Boyle say about this one? Oh, what did he say? I I I think he uh, he said this is one of the most impressive. Uh, losses. Most just the most important performances of the season. Mm. Uh, but they played well. Yeah, you know, the, the, certainly there were, there were flaws in their game. Rebounding wasn't good. Also of note, Malcolm Brogdon uh, has been out for uh, sure. He missed yeah, this. He game missed this too, game. So, yeah. which which enabled Aaron Holiday to, to play a, a lot more. He played great. Aaron Holiday was, you know, he missed the shot at the end of the game, but right. you know, ends a little, up with, little flipper in the lane that yeah. kind of didn't go in. But uh, you know, still scored seventeen on the day. Um, he has been just great. Yeah, he's um, been fantastic. He's been on fire as of late. So, um, he has secured his spot in this rotation. No matter what happens when Oladipo gets back, I, I don't know how were... they're going to shuffle this deck. But yeah, um, he is definitely still going to see minutes. I thought you were going to say he cemented himself in the, your top twenty-five. Oh no, <laughs> your favorite twenty-five, <laughs> or as a starter over Oladipo. Right, right, right. <laughs> Something like that. No. Um, yeah, they'll have some work to figure out there now because of his evolution, which is which is a good problem to have. And Miami, Miami, I think is interesting. Uh, Goran Dragic, you know, he was a big signing uh, a couple of years ago. And now he's coming off the bench. Uh, you know, still puts in almost thirty minutes, but yeah, he's he's, he's a solid player. You know, he's a vet, and uh, I mean, gives them a ton of depth. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna bring essentially a starter level right. uh, point guard off your bench. That's a nice thing. And uh, the the player that I roll my eyes at when he comes on the floor, Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> I didn't realize how much of a fan that I wasn't of this player. Oh really? Yeah. He just he's just an you know he's one of those guys. He's an anno- annoying player when he's against you. Yeah. And he's never you know he's one of these guys. If he was on your team, you'd love him, but he's not. Right. Or would you feel like would you feel like I don't know Tyler Hansborough or uh, good Gerald question. Green? That's or a good something. question. You know, it's like. Yeah, but, you're right. Like I love him because you're wearing a Pacers jersey. But, yeah, ugh. we'll see. Anyway, there's only one way to find out, and I'm not willing to take that uh, 
uh, take you that trade for him? Is that what you're saying? I do not. I hear uh, I hear Miami's interested in Oladipo. Sure they are. Uh, so the other game, the next night, uh, Pacers travel to New Orleans. They lose a road 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 back road to back. back to back. Uh, Pacers lose ninety eight to one twenty. Mm. Uh, so they were up sixteen in the first half, mm-hmm. and then they in were the, down in the middle by of the second quarter, 25. Uh, that's that's too much math. Twenty two. Sure. Oh, we were outscored by thirty five from that point. That's what, I see yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was not good. Uh, so they it scored, was not good. scored 13 points in the second quarter and never really cut, recovered from there. Yeah, this unraveled uh, pretty quickly. Um, and, you know, I really felt like this was dead legs. I felt we would put in a lot of energy and effort um, into um, that Miami game um, against a really good team in their house. And I think maybe we looked past the Pelicans thinking, hey, you know, they've only won... Uh, like eight games for Yeah, eight year. games. Like, ugh, you know, they don't have Zion. Uh, but the thing is, uh, this team... Well, maybe when we were up 16, we just sort of let our foot right. off the gas. thing is, this team was built to be a playoff contender with Zion. So they yeah. have a ton of depth. They have veterans. They have guys who play with pride. Um, they've got uh, uh, Brandon Ingram, who has been playing great as of late. Uh, Drew Holiday is an all-star. And, um, yeah, they've just got a lot of elements of a good team. And I, I'm not saying that it's coming together for them exactly, but um, they also beat the Blazers, uh, the Nuggets, and the Rockets uh, in this uh, stretch uh, that we got caught in the middle of. So maybe they're finally part of, starting to put it together, um, and we just ran out of gas. But we really ran out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I was listening to this. Uh, I watched the first half. was thinking we were doing all right. You know, still in it at halftime, and then I listened to the second half on the radio, and it was just, you know, it was just sad. <laughs> I think Mark just start stopped really calling the game. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course he's a professional, but like, you know, uh, you know when you can sort of uh, mail them in, just like the Pacers mailed in this, uh, this yeah. second half. Yeah, with a team, you know, when the team doesn't have any fight left in them, right? That's when you're like, all right, like you're not off the board, like. Uh, on paper, but you're off the board. Like, yeah. This is not going to happen. Um, he talked to Eddie Gill. Uh, Eddie Gill was the uh, color commentator. Mm-hmm. He talked to him a lot about back to backs and mm-hmm. you know um, playing on the road and, and how you can get tired, <laughs> stuff like that. So um, Aaron Holiday at 25 points. Yes, he did. Uh, this uh, fun fact: oh. first time in NBA history that three NBA brothers have all played on the same floor. Uh, they did a little jersey swap at the end, which didn't make a ton of sense, right? Because because two of them play on the same team. Yeah, but it's the best you're gonna do. And they already have the. They both have holiday on the back. It's the best you're gonna do. <laughs> it's it's symbolic. Were they different sizes? I don't know. It was just their jerseys. Right. I mean, Aaron's small, so maybe yeah. Him getting a. You put it up on the wall. He's not gonna wear that. Okay. You know, or if he did, he's going to look like Dwight Howard. Right. <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. That was very cool. Um, I wish it had been a closer game or that we got the win, but yeah. uh, uh, that's a nice moment. Oh, also, um, uh, Nate McMillan's son. Yes. Is, uh, assistant coach. He's assistant coach. For the Pelicans. For the Pelicans, yeah. So he wanted to get that win for sure. Yep. Yeah. A, uh, a lot of family rivalries in that game. 
Right. We uh, shot very, very poorly in this game. Um, so look. Yeah, 21% from the three-point arc. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we shot 90% uh, from uh, free throw, but uh, didn't get there. I, we got there 29 times, but... Uh, you know, when when you're doing that, <laughs> you'd you'd think you could uh, maybe win the game, but uh, not when you um, can't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, the Pacers uh, they finish that road trip out, coming back, uh, uh, coming into the game tomorrow against Philadelphia. Uh, We're now twenty-one and twelve. Is that correct? Seems right. Twenty-one and twelve. Yeah. That is correct. So that's uh, good for sixth in the uh, East, where we've been um, almost the entire season. Yep. Um, we are. We still have plenty of room between us and seventh. <laughs> um, but we uh, lost some some ground on the rest of the the upper echelon of the East there uh, by losing these two games. So yeah, we were actually Pacers were only a couple of games out of yeah, like third, third, yeah, second, uh, second, yeah. 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 So. Now Miami is second, I believe. Yeah. So, um, you know, f- for me, um, you know, you lose you lose the three-point shooting. Um, you know, we've been a really good three-point shooting team all season. I think we're fifth in the NBA in uh, three-point percentage. Um, we are, I think, 29th in attempts. So, um, you know. Trying to max out at 30? Yeah. <laughs> So maybe you want to do a little bit more of that, but we're also, um, you know, taking advantage of those defenses that leave the twos open, and we are we've got a lot of really talented mid-range shooters, a lot of guys that can uh, hit that run in the lane and stuff, and so, and and our big one of our biggest offensive weapons is Sabonis, who's a low post player. So, um, you know, you can see where that comes from, but um, on a night like tonight, it wouldn't have mattered if you shot more threes. <laughs> I mean, it'd have to be a lot more. <laughs> Uh, also, I just want to kind of uh, spotlight TJ Warren a little bit. I think he's just been playing really well uh, of late. Um, he just looks so confident out there. Um, you know, at the end of the Miami game, he was making some shots. Like he just—I mean, he looks like he looks like uh, uh, just a good, solid player. I, I'm I'm happy we got him. I am too. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's. Playing underrated defense on yeah, our team. Yeah, his defense has been great. Um, he can score whichever way you need him to. He'll give you threes. Uh, you know, he's got that great herky-jerky floater. Um, he's big. I would like I'd like a few more rebounds from him. Yeah. I mean, rebounding is one of uh, the Achilles heels of this team right now. Um, giving up a lot of offensive rebounds, uh, and that's, that's costing us some games. But um, I think he's... Like the least amount of rebounds in the starting lineup, I think. Is that right? Yeah, he's getting three point six per game. Yeah, so we're getting more from our point guard, Malcolm Brogdon. So, um, but you know, outside of that, he's been uh, offensively and defensively been more than I could have hoped for. It's a great pickup. Yeah, and I'm comparing his numbers to last year, and they're almost identical. Uh, but his defense has been something I did not. That is something I did not expect. Right. But he's been, yeah, uh, been very happy with him. You know, he's, uh, towards the end of the game, he's one of these guys I feel like if the ball's in his hands, it's fine, you know. Like, 
you know, some of these guys. I mean, there really is nobody that I'm unhappy with at the balls in their hands. You know, Malcolm Brogdon's the, you know, 90% from the line and, right. and uh, you know, steady as she goes. As long as we can get the ball in, we should be good. Right. Once the ball's in. <laughs> Towards the end of the game. Have trouble with that. Um, and, you know, um, again, I, you know, we mentioned this last week, but just to want to compliment again Miles Turner for, um, you know, getting his mojo back. Um, he's just looked really, really good this last uh, couple weeks of basketball. Yeah. And uh, shout out, buddy. Since he got off the internet. Right. Yeah. The internet's a sad place. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It's it's not quite as sad for you because I I've been I banned you from going to Urban Dictionary, but <laughs> I well, I'm only allowed to see cat videos. Cat That's videos. Somehow yeah. Joey rigged my my computer. Um. All right. Uh, so it's it's a holiday week. I, I think we're gonna go a, bit, a little bit shorter today. Yeah. Um. But I did want to talk about sort of some surprises. Um. Just teams. I guess surprises in general of. Uh, performances so far this year, I, and to start off, Miami is one for me. Okay. I thought they'd be, you know, I thought they'd be a playoff team, sort of towards the back of the the playoff pick or the the playoff pack. But yeah, the uh, Vegas over under was forty three and a half. Yeah, I mean I, that's pretty much where I felt like they would be too. Um, it, it, and they don't really have a whole lot of big names, you know. They they shipped off Hassan Whiteside, uh, Jimmy Butler, of course, was the big pickup, and he's right. been. Good, you know, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the team as a whole has just been overperforming, um, and I'm very impressed with what they what they've been doing. Yeah. Um, currently sitting uh, second in the East on a five game winning streak. They're 24 and eight. Yeah. And my goodness, only lost one game at home as we mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, they're. I, you know, I, I sort of feel like you. That's such a big surprise. I feel like the other shoe's gonna drop at some point. Like maybe they're gonna. But these guys play hard. They play well together. Um, you know, you start to think that, you know, maybe this is a team that that uh, could give people trouble in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean. And they may have home court advantage in the first round if they keep playing like this. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Um, Boston, another one. I, I guess I'm not surprised by them. Um, you know, they, they had been erratic, but I think they uh, solved their uh, personnel problems. Uh, by shipping them off, by uh, to the switching Nets. out, yeah, Kemba for or for getting Kemba, yeah, yeah. instead of Kyrie, that's not bad. So, uh, but Toronto is another team uh, that you know I think a lot of people just expected them to just go away. But uh, oh, I, I I thought they were a, a team of professionals and they were going to defend their their title. But how many injuries they've had? Yeah, um, you know, uh, Marcus sit- Saul's out, still sitting at fourth. Uh, it, uh, with all the injuries yeah. and losing Kawhi, Kawhi. Uh, yeah. Pascal Siakam's been out for yeah. them. Like he's their best player, and he's yeah, he's been um, yeah. No, I'm I'm really happy for them. Um, I think Philly is a surprise in some sense uh, because I thought they'd be better. Yeah, I think everyone. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like they I mean they're be. still twenty three and twelve. Um, we're gonna play them tomorrow, and we'll see how it goes. But um, I'm hoping to match up well against them and. Um, you know, these are the teams we're gonna have to beat. I'm I'm glad that we were able to uh, beat Toronto and Boston. I'm glad we went toe to toe with Miami. Um, Milwaukee though looks like the uh, cream of the NBA, and they yeah. waxed us. Um, I will say on the on the stinky end of the spectrum, I'm surprised that Detroit is uh, 12 and 21 and still manages to uh, give us trouble. What's up with that? 
Well, they won three out of four games against us. If they got to play us every night, they'd be at the top of the East. Right. Um, man, they won three of their 12 games against us. That is so rough. Yeah. Uh, out West, um, Denver. You know, I, I guess I'm not surprised by them. They've been, the last couple of years, they've been great. Um, I'm just, I'm impressed they've been sticking around. And, you know, it's, a, it's the West is still tough, even though, you know, Golden State's you know, not what they used to be. Um, there's still other, lots of good teams they, out there. They're, uh, they're four out of their last five. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors. They're coming back, baby. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, Houston. You know, I don't know that this Westbrook-Harden experiment is uh, uh, going as well Did as Did you it. say that they're shopping Westbrook? I think I've seen some rumors that uh, Westbrook uh, might be on the market, but he's got that crazy-ass contract. Um, how are you going to move that guy? I mean, he is Westbrook. Former MVP. Sure. Force of nature. I don't know that I want that guy. But, I mean, if you're, like, Minnesota, like, going nowhere... Um, would you, would you take a risk on him? Would you jump the big cat and... No, no, no. What do you, you gotta give up something. You gotta give up a lot. I mean... He makes like 600 billion him, a year. Give him Wiggins and Teague and call it a day. <laughs> I don't know. Does, do the numbers even close? In a draft pick. I don't know. I don't yeah. have my trade machine out in front of me, but it's gotta be know. close, right? The Wiggins get paid a bunch of money. It's probably does, does Houston, Houston's not dumb. Do they give that up? Um, if they believe that they can turn Wiggins into something. Right. Anyway. I don't know. I just I came up with that. Often. It's not like I've been working on that one for a while. I could tell. I, <laughs> um, uh, speaking of rumors, there's rumors about Big Cat being unhappy and ready I, to get I, out of Minnesota. I've heard that. Um, I would not trade him for Wessel Westbrook. I wonder if it's just the, you know, it's it's December. It's in Minnesota. Yeah, it's, it's a like, really it's it's a, I, having lived there for a while. I can tell you, it's if you've got it's a the long cold winter. If you get the seasonal uh, affective disorder, yeah. mm-hmm. this is prime time to be sad. He also might be sad because his team is eleven and twenty. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah, and help. he's averaging like twenty-seven points and career high and assists and stuff too. Like he's doing everything he can. But that team's not very good. No, I think to me. Um, the fact that Oklahoma City is still above 500 is bizarre. Uh, Portland, it's sad. They're under 500, 14 yeah. to 19. Yeah. Um, but I think this is the, the 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 biggest shocker is that the Spurs are 13 and 18. Uh, yeah, uh, out of the playoffs right now. Yeah. Although not that far back from no. from eight. They have vicious dunker Demar Derozan. So. <laughs> That's right. We were watching some uh, dunk videos before recording, and Demar Derozan was in a surprising amount of them. Yes. Hmm. So, uh, as of right now, um, you, you feel like the East is probably kind of uh, what it is going to be uh, as far as the eight teams, or do you think Chicago or Charlotte or Detroit might try to make make their way into the top? Yeah, those would be the eight. three that that have a chance. Yeah. Um, does Detroit, does Detroit really have a chance? They don't get to play well, us Well, I mean, anymore. just just record-wise, okay. <laughs> um, that they can move up that far. If they got to play us more, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Charlotte's got a, a chance, and Chicago, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, I don't know that Orlando is much better. Orlando or Brooklyn are, are much better. That, the, that group, so Orlando, Chicago, Charlotte, and Detroit, I don't feel like are much different between those teams. Yeah. Like, 
power-wise. Uh, so just get to be a, a lamb to the slaughter that is the, you know, yeah. The, I mean, the, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. The 7, 8, yeah, 7, 8, 9, 10 spots are, you know, you either make the playoffs and get bounced in the first round or you get an early vacation and, and have a shot at the lottery, I guess. Like, right. you know, it's a, it's a dead zone. You don't want, you just don't want to be there regardless. Sure. I remember a few years ago we were seventh seed. Yeah. And we took the Raptors to seven games. Sure. We lost later in the first round than. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, there's there's some separation between, you know, right now it's. Uh, uh, it was five games between uh, Indiana and Brooklyn. We've played well. Um, I think we're in a better sp- position than I thought we were going to be at this point. Um, I really was looking for a boost from Oladipo sort of starting in January um, and uh, to see if we could write the season. Not that we'd be below 500, but I didn't know we'd be, you know, 21 and 12. So I'm very pleased with how the season's going. Uh, it does sound like Oladipo is going to be out for a significantly longer time than I thought. I thought he would kind of be back Christmas time. Right, and they're saying he's still not close. The the reports I saw, like Wojnarowski was saying, the report he got was uh, at the very end of January, early February is what they were. What there's a lot of games to play between now and then. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that'll be more than half our season without him. Yeah, so I'm glad we're playing well. What are you gonna do? I I want him to be fully healthy. Yeah. So you know, one thing I'm looking at the uh, at the standings here. Uh, Miami is also bolstered by the fact that uh, no one else in uh, their division is above 500. Mm. And most of the worst teams are in them. They, they play the most. They just get to feast on. Yeah. They're going to just eat it. They're going to eat the Hawks a bunch of times. <laughs> they're a 10 game losing streak, those Hawks. Oh. Trey Young, pretty good. Pretty good. Offensively. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I think the Hawks is a surprise for me. We did the um, preseason predictions, and yeah. I had I had the Hawks. Uh, I think one of my surprise teams. Um, did I? I don't know if I called them to be in the playoffs, but you probably did. I probably did. Sounds like me. Um, They're bad. They are bad. Uh, so what's the 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 next little stretch for us look like? Uh, all right. So schedule wise, after the New Year, uh, we're gonna play at home against Denver. Um, on the second of January. Oh, and then speaking of those Hawks, good news. Saturday the fourth, we are at Atlanta. Even though at Atlanta, another fun place to party. Yeah. Uh, so Denver is is. Uh, Hopefully, we won't go in the night before. We'll just go in like no, Saturday afternoon. They, I don't think they do that though. <laughs> they fly in the night before. Right. Nah, it's stupid. Um, but yeah, so we got the Denver game is going to be tough. They're they're uh, yeah. a fantastic team. Uh, Joker, dude is real. He's real. Uh, I liked his little uh, behind the back dribble. Double behind the back. Double behind the back dribble for a dunk down the lane. Why not? Yeah. So and then after that, it's sort of a mixed bag. Some some good teams. Some oh well, no, but we teams. got at Charlotte. And yeah. we're at their place. But then Miami, but it's at our house. Yeah. Uh, we owe them one. Yeah. 
and then at Chicago. So that's the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, those are uh, you got three really winnable games and three really tough games. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you go three and three, you feel alright about that. But you can do better than that. Yeah. All right. I got I got something. Uh, it's it's the end of the year. Okay. Now is the time you make your New Year's resolutions. Mm. Uh, so for the Pacers. What is your New Year's resolution for the Pacers? The thing that they need to, you know, they need to look themselves in the mirror and say, "Look, yeah. hey, you messed up. <laughs> I, I I made a lot of mistakes. Sure, I can do better. Right. What What do they need to do that? Um, so they're buying a Peloton. Is that what's going on? I'm asking you, man. Do they need to hit the hit the bike? Uh, no, they need to hit the glass. Do you think that they should buy the the fever of Peloton? Is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Because I don't think they should as, do as that. a gift. That sounds like a really good plan. Um, no, for me, it's uh, offensive rebounds. Rebounding in general, but... Um, okay, so... Well, and also shooting more threes. I told you that stat earlier, yeah. that we're fifth in the... Um, oh, okay, we're ninth in three-point percentage. Right. And we're 29th in attempts. So, you feel like maybe that could... Uh, but uh, we're 27th in the league in offensive rebounds. And 21st in rebounds overall. We do a lot of things really well. You know, we're third in turnovers. And that's... like the good, good way. In the good way, right? In the least amount of turnovers. Right. Um, we're 10th in blocks. We're 9th in assists. Uh, we're 11th in personal fouls in a good way. Right. Um, you know, so these are... So we've got a lot of really good habits. Um, but I think, uh, you know, this rebounding stuff tends to catch up you uh, with you over a long season, and particularly in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you've got to be able to get that, hit the glass. Sabonis has been doing a fantastic job of it. Uh, he needs help. Yeah. I think Miles Turner's been doing a, a little bit of better job. A little bit better, yep. Uh, which is, you know, he, he's got to be, you know, he's got to be the other primary rebounder. Sure. You know, that's somebody that size. That's, it, if it's not in your job description, it's implied, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, he's never been a dominant rebounder in right. his career. Um, but if he can keep his numbers... Around seven or eight, that would be yeah, really that'd be, good. That'd be um, when he gets four rebounds, it's not good enough. You're seven feet tall. Come yep. on, buddy. I know they got you out of the three point line a lot, but um, yeah. Uh, and you know, and again, and it, we we talked good about T.J. Warren, but he needs to help pitch in. So does Lamb. Um, you know, our bench. You know, uh, we, maybe we see a little uh, more Alize Johnson if uh, people can't rebound. Maybe put him in in spots. Um, we're getting destroyed on the glass. So, because that's what he does very well. Right. So, so maybe that would be. I would look at, uh, you know, uh, the coaching staff to to try to find uh, ways to rebound. We've we've um, pretty much had this problem um, yeah. since what well, since the days of Hibbert and West, right? I mean, we were just uh, it's we've not been a good rebounding team for the last few, four or five years. So, um, I don't know if this is a scheme thing. Uh, but I, I think it would really help us. So <laughs> the coaches meeting at the beginning of the year. You just think? Give, wait, do you think hey, McMillan just like the word rebounding? He just crossed it off. And he's like, forget it. Cut, cut our losses. Well, I think what he's probably saying to himself is, we can't do everything well. You know, let's just do this. <laughs> let's just do this stuff. You know, we'll focus on deflections and steals and not turning the ball over and passing the ball and. And, so, uh, well, and going down the line, he said, "There's like it's like making three pointers, check mark." And it says, "Taking three pointers, cross cr- it off, cross it out." Yeah, yeah. Nope, yeah. we're not doing that. That's right. That whiteboard was weird. I know. Yeah. Wow. 
hey, he's he's a genius. I'm just a stupid guy with a microphone. <laughs> uh, so my New Year's resolution for the Pacers is to bring Victor Oladipo back healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy's got, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's our best player, you know, and, you know, even beyond the things he does on the court, he does a lot of stuff, uh, you know, there's just a lot of motivation that he gives his teammates. He's just a super positive guy, and uh, he's just fantastic to have around. So we need to have him in tip-top shape. Um, we just need to get towards the playoffs with him you know, ramping up, you know, this is a, it's a, it's a long game, you know, it's a, it's a long-term plan to bring him back. So like you said, we want to just bring him back healthy. Um, well, that's the thing, right? We, we've, we've now set up a team that we think can, um, you know, compete for a title with Oladipo, right? We brought in Brogdon. We, that could be a, a really, really, uh, powerful duo, both defensively and offensively for, for years to come. Um, we've got two really talented, 23 year old big man um we've got know, jeremy lamb we got hmm. sure yeah we got jeremy lamb no he's, i mean that's a guy a little offensive yeah. uh, punch off the bench I, i'd be happy to bring him off the bench yeah well that's what will happen once right. uh, tj warren's not going anywhere don't worry about no. that um you've, you've you've hit the great draft pick with aaron holiday i mean there's a lot of good stuff going on for this team um and you don't want to just rush oladipo back and then have him get hurt again and then you know, we're just going to be a six seed again still. Right. <laughs> so, um, hopefully when he comes back, we're going to start, you know, looking like a title contender. I mean, I'm sure it'll take a little while to integrate everybody, but... Yeah. Um, uh, it's been it's been really nice to have this team with a bunch of different players that we had from last year um, still playing above our heads. It's just, uh, you know, credit to the organization for that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree... Uh, wholeheartedly, you know, I'm very happy with uh, with our roster right now for, yeah. for the most part. I mean, there's certainly there's always, there's always upgrades you can make, but uh, I mean, yeah, Goga's been playing well when he gets on the floor, uh, and pretty much everybody's con- is contributing. You know, McBuckets has had his moments. Justin Holiday is just a solid dude. First, you know, he's six man, um, right? And T.J. McConnell was a really savvy pickup. This kid just oh, for sure. I mean just plays the game at a different speed and it throws off um you know defenses it's really nice and edmund sumner yeah he's uh i i worry about him he, he keeps banging himself up right like he he's uh he's day-to-day all the time yeah. like he'll come back for a game and then he hurts himself and he's it's all for show why is that why, no, would, he, just, why would he just they're messing with the scouting report they don't know <laughs> what they're gonna run into and then you hear him after the game they're like ah, we got sumner we got I haven't heard that a lot this season. You know, it's the it's the post game show, post game show. It's uh, okay. It's like after the after party. After the after party? Yeah. What do you call that? <laughs> I'll tell you when you're old enough. All right. All right. I think that's. Uh, you got something else? Um, oh, one more thing. We did shout we, out. Shout out. Uh, I forgot mentioned. Uh, the show last week, but uh, there was a, a half-court shot hit uh, by a Pacer fan uh, during the uh, which game was that? The, that was uh, the Raptors. game. The Raptors game. Uh, Pacers came. So back. we oh, we did not talk about it because we had just okay. watched the game and uh, neither of us were there. You yeah. were at the arena. Uh, I was actually. I uh, didn't make that to that game. Oh, but oh. Um, uh, 
Camden Horlick is a Pacer fan. He uh, made uh, like a layup, free throw, three pointer, and then made a uh, made a half court shot, and which gave him what? Um, free Chick Fil A for life. I think it was for a year. For a year, okay, that's probably yeah. better for his but, health. Well, if you're eating that much Chick Fil A, that is life, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you think he just posts up at the Chick-fil-A and just gets every meal there? I don't know what that means, really. Like, when you say free for a year, like, does that mean, it's like, all right, a reasonable person would eat, you know, twice a week there. I don't know what the number is. Right, or do they say, here's a, you know, you get a, a $20 voucher once a week or something right. like that for a year. Right. Um, because he's a college kid. Right. He's a freshman in college. Right. You know he's going to be there... I, I, he's probably just going to study there. Sure. You know, take naps there. They have breakfast there, right? Yeah, for sure. This Every, guy's life is great. He's going to take his dates there. Every, just, all his all his friends are going to come. You, you say, what's he going to do on Sundays? Oh, are they closed on Sundays? Yeah. Oh. You're supposed to be at church. Okay. <laughs> Instead of at Chick-fil-A? You, uh, you know what? Maybe you get an extra extra thing to go. Sure, oh, Saturday, Saturday night. You get the stuff for take home it's a fine. Sack. It's fine. Got to get these chicken sandwiches to go. <laughs> uh, gross. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Candace. It's super fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we should uh, link to the video. He's so excited. And rightfully yeah. so, but everybody's thrilled. Yeah. yeah. You only get one shot at the half-court shot. Right. It's not like you're like, you got 45 seconds to hit this thing and you could throw it up a bunch of times. One shot, he hits it. Nailed it. Uh, you, you would love that Chick-fil-A for life. Hooray. What, do they have veggie burgers there? No, they don't. <laughs> I would get them maybe if they did, but I like, uh, I used to, like for corporate outings, uh, or corporate, you know, they would cater stuff and they would get it from Chick fil A and I would get, I would usually eat cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, and, and vegetables. The fries? Like, uh, fries were fine, yeah. Yeah. And then if there was like some side vegetables, I would, if there's like a carrot or something, I would eat those. <laughs> they have lettuce on those. Sandwiches, maybe. I think it was an intentional choice. They don't. Oh, want, they didn't like you. I don't think they. They oh. won't. I don't think they want my business. My money doesn't spend like everybody else's. Well, you're not there anymore. So I'll go to White Castle. <laughs> All right. I think that wraps it up for this show. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Uh, thanks Christmas. for bearing with uh, with us while we only put out one show a week yeah. uh, these last few weeks. So. But there's a lot going on. Christmas. Yeah, we'll get back to our old schedule Hanukkah. Uh, New Year's. Kwanzaa we just missed. Or just just passed. I mean, I didn't, I didn't miss it. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't, didn't know I needed to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on social media. We're on uh, Twitter at Undebeatables. Or on Facebook.com slash The Indebeatables. Uh, you can message us there, too. Uh, thanks to everyone who's done that. We really like uh, fan interaction. So if you have any thoughts or uh, feelings or emotions, let us know. Um, our website, TheUndebeatables.com, has a contact form. You can send us a message that way. Or you can send us an old-fashioned email. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. If you can rate and review us wherever you listen, it helps new listeners find our show. We got t-shirts for sale. Still? Still. Alright. For our once and always coach, Bobby Sicklinard, now in the Hall of Fame. Turn out the lights. The party's over. And here's my stat of the week. 
Oh yeah, stat of the week. Joey, stat of the week. LeBron James became the ninth player to record nine thousand career assists. Hmm. So, um, I'll, I I can add to this fun fact. I believe he is the only player with nine thousand assists that also has nine thousand rebounds. Is that true? I feel like Magic might have done that. Hmm. I don't have that information in front of me. Since I'm just making stuff up. It seems truthy. Sure. Um, yeah, that's a lot of assists. And the people above him are all the great point guards of all time. John Stockton, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Mark Jackson, Magic Johnson, Oscar Robertson, Chris Paul, and Isaiah Thomas. That's a pretty nice list to be with. Yeah, he's going to pass a bunch of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> If not all of them. Well, stay healthy, LeBron. For... Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, he, I could see him easily getting to third. Okay, easily, huh? I mean, he's at 9,000, and Steve Nash is... It took him 17 years to get to 9,000. He's the, he's the... This is the highest he's been assisting in his career. That's true. So shut your mouth. <laughs> so if he could do, like... If he could do 700 a year... That would let him pass these other guys pretty quickly. He could get to, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's he, he get to Mark Jackson in two years or yeah. Magic Johnson. Oh yeah, he's got this. At least Magic. Okay. You goat this goat. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't. Have we ever done the stat of the week jingle after the show? There's no way. That's very exciting. There's no way. Glad to break new ground. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Jason and uh, Harper aren't here to keep us in line. Yeah, those guys—they're the uh, they're the puppeteers. <laughs> and once they're not here, we just do whatever <laughs> we want. Pulling all the strings. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? Let's do. Let's do. Uh, let's do it on the Google. We do. I don't. We care can what... do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> just everything after the yeah. song. 